Hello and welcome to another episode of Baroque Banter. We're coming to you today from Pinch Guts Rehearsal Room, where we are halfway through week two of rehearsals for their next production, which is Handel's Ronaldo. My name is Kieran Brant-Sordi, and it's a great pleasure to be here with Pinch Gut Opera's artistic director, Erin Hilliard, and the director of this production, Louisa Muller. Welcome to you both. Thanks, Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> so, Erin, we have a lot of firsts here with uh, Ronaldo. You've previously performed a lot of uh, Handel oratorios, but this is the first Handel opera production by Pinch Gut Opera, and Ronaldo was the first Italian opera written for London. Can you tell us a little bit about how, how uh, Handel won over his audiences? Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, so Pinchgut has, we actually started out, the whole company started uh, its future, its whole life, in fact, with um, Handel Semele, which was um, an oratorio that Handel wrote in English. And we've also done Theodora and we've also done Athalia. But this is our first uh, opera in Italian. And it was Handel's first opera for London. It was, in fact, the first full Italian opera written for the London stage. And he was about 26. He was brought over by this very interesting man called Aaron Hill, who was also 26, so both sort of equally ambitious and young, and put on this spectacle, this extraordinary extravaganza that really took London audiences by storm. Handel himself had uh, cut his teeth on opera in, uh, in Germany, and then he went to Italy and had some extraordinary successes in Venice and also in Rome, and he really brought to England, this extraordinary theatrical sensibility and a penchant for all these wonderful operatic texts. And Ronaldo is really one of his great operas. And in fact, it proved to be one of his most popular operas. It had about 53 representations in his lifetime. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be conducting this in a first for Pinchgut Opera. That's wonderful. And uh, Louisa, it's also your first time directing for Pinchgut Opera. Can you tell us a little bit about the world that you and the designer Simone Romaniuk are creating for the story? Yes, we're both really thrilled to be making our Pinch Gut debuts. It's so nice to be here. Um, we were really inspired by a lot of sort of medieval imagery. We looked at lots of illuminated manuscripts and sort of art from medieval times. We wanted to make something that felt a little bit like a fairy tale. And then we've combined some elements of that kind of um, medieval art with then something that feels really contemporary. So we've been sort of calling it a contemporary fairy tale, sort of creating our own world rather than trying to place the story in a world that we recognize exactly. So a little mix of today and a little mix of medieval. Yeah, exactly. And a world where I think where magic feels like it could be at home because this is one of Handel's magic operas. And so we have to have a little little magic in there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you tell us a little bit about some of the challenges of staging an opera like this? Well, speaking of magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's it. Yeah, so the the magical elements are something that we really um, put a lot of thought into and just sort of how, what's the vocabulary, the the visual vocabulary for magic. because in the stage directions of the libretto, there's all kinds of things of carriage led by dragons and <laughs> a sort of magical transformation from a garden into another place. And, um, and sort of what, how, we, how we translate that for the stage has been, of course, a challenge, but an exciting one. And could you tell us a little bit about some of the themes that you're touching on as well? Ronaldo is such a beautiful story. It's because it centers around this loving couple, Rinaldo and Almirena, and their constancy and their trust in each other. Um, and so I think the, that that sort of the power of, of love to transform is a big theme. Forgiveness and redemption 
And I think just this sort of idea of strength through adversity and sort of rising to the occasion of challenges and sort of finding out what we're made of in the face of adversity. Those are all things that were that are there and that we're really leaning into. Yeah. And Erin, uh, you've assembled a fabulous orchestra for this production. It's got some uh, wonderful orchestral moments. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I, I think I originally chose Ronaldo um, partly because I wanted to explore Handel. I love early Handel, so uh, Handel in his 20s. He's one of those great genius composers who flourished and flowered quite early. And I wanted to, uh, to explore this first opera that he wrote for London. Um, and yes, he had this extraordinary orchestra at the Haymarket, which was the theatre that he um, was performing in. And this orchestra was this multicultural mix of Englishmen, uh, Italians, Frenchmen, and Germans as well. And we know in his conducting score, actually, there's the names of some of the soloists. The bassoon soloist, for example, was a German um, called Mr. Kirch. Um, and he's been given extensive solos in, in this whole opera. There's also uh, many solos for the oboe. Um, Handel himself actually improvised at the harpsichord. So there's one aria called Vofua Guerra, which uh, Handel improvised. And in this production, I'm using the cadenzas that were published by one of Handel's students, apparently. His name was William Barbel, and he published this aria in 1717, about six years after the opera. So I'm stealing his cadenzas. <laughs> and then we also have some beautiful recorder effects. So some of our, some of the members of the Orchestra of Antipodes will double. Um, and Amy, who's playing first over, will also play the Sopranino recorder for this gorgeous, one of the most magical scenes in all opera, I think, this beautiful garden scene in which Handel evokes the twittering of the birds. And in the original production, apparently they released live birds into the theatre. <laughs> and we know that they pooed on everyone <laughs> because one of the commentators complains that the birds also got stuck in the theatre. So I have this wonderful image of the poor theatre management <laughs> trying to get these whole, like, 100 starlings or something out of the theatre. But it was an extraordinary um, premiere for Handel and it really does show off the, the virtuosity of the orchestra, uh, both back then and now. And we also have an extraordinary cast um, assembled for this. It's um, uh, We welcome back Jake Arditi um, in the title role of Ronaldo um, and also welcome back Alex Omens in the role of Almarena. We have Adrian Tamburini, who's a big uh, uh, pinch gut favourite in the role of Argante. And then Emma Pearson, who hasn't sung with us since Athaliah, our last Handel show. And uh, Randall Scotting, who uh, I worked with in Hobart Baroque many years ago, uh, is creating the role of Goffredo. So we have wonderful orchestra and a wonderful cast, and I can't wait to take it to the theatre. And uh, for, for both of you, uh, is there anything that surprised you in your uh, research for Ronaldo? I think just as I was preparing the piece, the thing that always, always surprises me is just sort of how relevant it all feels these hundreds of years later, <laughs> how much it feels like the, the human condition is sort of fundamentally unchanged in so many ways so that the, that the things that really speak now even though it's such a, a, a long ago created <laughs> exactly. piece and a piece created by somebody so young um yeah i think that still feels very relevant absolutely and it feels it feels real it feels authentic i guess yeah. i i can't agree with you more louisa and i think the thing that as i was going through the show again um which of course is uh, one of our last covered um uh, it was meant to happen during the COVID times and of course it's now taking place which is exciting um, 
has been looking at the libretto at first glance some of the language is quite sort of poetic and conventional and then you see the great genius of Handel is able to transcend that poetry through his music and create these characters of such deep complexity and for me the surprising one is Armida the sorceress um, she in the show in the second half of the of the show um, falls in love kind of ludicrously with with Ronaldo as it were but in the hands of any other composer, I feel that some moments to humanise her emotional responses would have been missed. And Handel in this just creates this amazing aria called uh, Ar Crudel, in which she bewails her fate. And it's the most extraordinary tone poem. You know, he uses all the colours of the orchestra. But the audience, I think, are left with this sense of a real human suffering, mm. which is not immediately apparent if you just read the text. And for me, that's the great genius of Handel. And that's why I'm so thrilled to do our first Handel opera, as it were, for Pinchgut, because we really reveal to our wonderful audience the extraordinary genius of this composer. Well, thank you both for joining us today. I'll let you guys get back to the rehearsal. And uh, we look forward to welcoming you all to Ronaldo uh, opening on the 30th of November. Thank you very much.